Yo, 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 welcome back, man. First smoke of the day. It's episode 22, and we're live here in Barcelona with this one. Just left London. Beautiful visit in London. Had an amazing time. My co-host, Blackleaf, had to go back to LA, so it's just me on this one. And uh, we have an amazing guest here, an amazing friend, Mr. Carl from the Super Sativa Sea Club. He's raining from The Hague, but he's joining us here live in Barcelona. How are you, Carl? Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm fine. Very fine. So, so always good to be in Barcelona. Absolutely. The weather is beautiful here. I was just telling the, the fellas tonight at dinner, it's like perfect. Yes, for sure. The weather is literally perfect. Like shirt, shorts, you're not cold, you're not hot. No. It's perfect. In the daytime, it's a little warm, but. Yeah, 28 Celsius. <laughs> yeah. When the sun sets, I don't, it's I don't nice. know how much is in Fahrenheit, but it's quite hot. Yeah. No, it is. Absolutely. So, and a little fun fact is just a few days ago, we had a podcast and we had your son on it. Who's the extractor? Oh, the extractor. I know him. <laughs> yes, sir. You know him. Yeah. So he was telling us about you and, and, and some really awesome history of you and just some of your friends in Holland and how you guys have, you know, pioneered your way into you yeah, know, yeah, being yeah. at this position and point. And it would just be awesome to, to give the guests and listeners a little stroll down memory lane and inform the, the especially the u.s listeners uh some real history let's walk memory lane let's do it let's do it carl i would love that um yes um, i used to work in a coffee shop like 1980 so it's a many years ago and uh, at one point uh, a guy came to me and he said i went to the u.s and in the u.s the people are growing cannabis and their metal halides and i thought metal halides What's that? And he explained to me, uh, it's, it's a kind of a light and you can grow uh, with it indoors, cannabis. I thought, ooh, that's a great idea. And this guy told me, I, I bought such a lamp because we happen to live in The Hague and The Hague is close to the Westland and that's the famous horticulture center of Holland where all the big greenhouses are. In those days, the greenhouses already were equipped with metal halides, and I thought, let's buy a few of those lamps and let's see what comes. And since I was working in a coffee shop, um, we sold a lot of, in those days, the cannabis was um, from Nigeria, Jamaica, Thailand. It was all seeded, seeded bags with 50% seeds and the rest wheat. So um, we, we, we tried some seeds and under the lights, it was not a big success because it took too long to, to flower. And we thought we must change this. We really need uh, decent seeds. So uh, we decided one of our, fr our friends to send to uh, the US to visit High Times magazine even. And we thought those guys, for sure, they can help to find us uh, some seeds. And uh, after a few days uh, asking and begging, please help us. Some of the guys of uh, High Times Magazine, they introduced us to, uh, to a guy who had seeds and uh, they gave us the Williams Wonder Seeds. So we brought back those uh, seeds to Holland and we started to grow uh, indoors. And with the Williams Wonder, we had a big success. It was really uh, starting to, to be decent. <laughs> not, yeah. not anymore the fluffy uh, outdoor weed, but really a little bit birds already. We thought, no, man, this is very interesting. And uh, so um, we started to buy High Times magazine every month. We, uh, we were happy to have uh, the American bookstore in our town. So we went there every month to, to buy a copy of uh, High Times magazine. At a certain point, a, a little ad 
popped up in the high times, and it was the ad of the seed bank of the famous Neville. Neville, he started the seed bank, and basically his uh, business uh, thing was you had to, no, yeah, you had to send him one dollar, and he sent you a catalog. So we we thought let's give it a try. Let's send the dollar. So um, he saw our address coming from Holland, and he wrote us a letter, and he said, "Hey man, you're the first guys from Holland who actually sent me a, a dollar." who's interested in my seed bank. Don't you want to visit me? And um, then I can show you around. So uh, I went there to visit him. Wow. And he said, man, I I have only one problem. I don't have enough seeds. (laughs) And I don't know nobody who can grow. So uh, I said, no, I can grow. Maybe I can help you. And maybe we can do uh, things together, that we start together something. Uh, You you give me the seeds and... um, I, I will make seeds and I sell the seeds to you and uh, let's do let's do a little bit business. So we started uh, together, but after a while we were really like uh, becoming our characters were like bouncing a bit. It was not really. Uh, I didn't feel feel good, and I decided to to start my own seed company. And those uh, this was the Super Sativa Seed Club, and this was the second uh, international. Um, the operating seed uh, company in the world. The first one was Neville Seed Bank, and we were the second one. Real yeah. history. Yeah, yeah, it's really history. It's uh, I started growing in 1980, and um, the we established the Super City Seed Club in 1985. And basically, um, we got clients from all around the world because we also ran an, uh, an, an advertisement in high times. And our business model was a little bit strange because people had to send us money. And they had to trust us that we send them the seeds. Right. And you can imagine <laughs> if you live in the States and you uh, you receive a catalog from Holland, those people from Holland, they charge you 50 euros or 50, $50 in those days, of course, for 20 seeds. It was quite a risk to send money to the other side of the world and wait if somebody is really going to send you seeds. Absolutely. <laughs> the first two years, it was not a big success because it was really... Uh, uh, like a risk for people sending us money. But at that point, High Times Magazine thought, Let, let's visit those guys and let's have a look what they are doing there in Holland. So um, we, we invited them, we, we arranged a nice hotel for them. And um, Stephen Hager, uh, that was the, um, the boss of High Times, more or less. And he came to interview us. And he made a very nice um, cover story about us. So we were a, a picture of our company at the, at the uh, front page and the, the, even at the centerfold fold of our uh, stuff and a nice interview. So from that day, our business really um, started to, to grow because basically Stephen told his public, those, you can trust these guys. They are for real. They are not cops. <coughs> Go ahead and send your money and they will send you the seeds. You got the social proof you needed. Yes, yes, because that's, that was really lacking. And in those days, we had a lot of uh, people uh, coming back from Vietnam. And those were our best clients. They were growing, they were doing guerrilla farming in uh, California, and they, and they needed seeds. And we, we, provide them, uh, we could provide them with good seeds because um, a very important person came to Holland, and he started to help us. And this guy was Sam the Skink Man, because he is the, really the godfather of all the wheat that is now grown in, uh, in the U.S., He's the one who started it all. Because we, we, we had some decent seeds, but Sam, he came to Holland 
And he also wrote there's a letter like I did with Neville. And he said, man, let's meet and uh, I have some, ni- some nice things for you and uh, for sure you will like it. So we, make an, we made an appointment, Dam Square in Amsterdam. I didn't know how he looked. So I saw a, a guy with the sunglasses, long hair. I thought, this must be Sam. <laughs> <laughs> this must be Sam. And it was Sam, really. <laughs> and he said, um, I have some nice things for you. First of all, I have skunk number one seats. That's, wow. that's something you really need here in Holland because you don't have the right birds. You don't have the right plants. And I have it because he put a lot of efforts in, um, in, in his breeding. And, and he was really the first one in the world who actually had a strain, like an inbred strain. He inbred it like four, five, six yeah, times, six back times even back rust and everything. Yeah. And it was really when you, when you popped a hundred seeds of his skunk number one, there were only two phenos with a round bird and with a pointed bird. But the smell, the smoke, everything they, they, was the same. They said of a hundred, you can yeah, maybe and, find and, one or two. And even until now, I have never seen a strain that is so, so nice. So, so really. Um, is uh, it still around? It's not around anymore. It's, it's not, the, man. It's no, not. no. Everybody who's it's crazy because in the U.S. we we have episodes and there's a few episodes where we brought up the skunk. Yeah, and we've said that you know it's extinct. It, it's it, it, it's around, but it's diluted, very very diluted, and it's not. Uh, Tell re- us about the one you're talking about. Yeah, we we had um, yeah because his batches were of course your original batches. So so what we grew out was the original skunk number one. But he had an extra treat for us, and that was the haze. Because yeah. he said, my own favorite seeds, those are the haze seeds. And he said, I have a, a lot of different uh, haze strains, but there are two strains, those are my favorites. But sad enough, I only have 20 seeds left of those, uh, of my favorite haze strain, strain, and they are quite old already. So I really need somebody like you and or Neville who understands the importance to, to germinate the seeds, those seeds, and grow them, because otherwise it will get lost. So he gave us 10 seeds, and he gave Neville 10 seeds. We made the cross with um, skunk number one, and Neville crossed his, uh, his uh, seeds with Northern Light. The lines of Neville is, is all haze with Northern Light, and our lines is skunk number one with Northern Light, and uh, with haze. So we were... Lucky because skunk gives more taste. Gas. No, the light is not really. A, 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 it was in those days it's too a, green. A, a strong plant, but it's too green, and it's too, uh, the, the taste. Even the taste is too green. So um, I agree. You got the gas. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, out of those, uh, out of one of those crosses, uh, we we made the fino hand in those days already. <laughs> and um, wow, what year was this? Uh, Nineteen eighty-five. Wow, this is before I was born. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's nice. So, what did what cross did you guys come come no, with? No, no, so we um, we made the. I I even don't remember anymore if 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 the haze was the mill, or if the skunk was the mill, but uh, we were lucky enough to find one one plant that has all the um, the nice things of the haze, the nice smell, the high, the and also the nice things of the skunk, real thick fat buds. Because the real haze, it's very small, but it takes uh, 14, 15 weeks to flower. And with our cross, uh, we cut back the, um, the flowering time to 
12 weeks and we were lucky to find a combination of the smell and the taste of the haze and uh, the, the, the structure of the skunk number one. And the nice thing of this, I still have this plant. Wow. And it's like now 35 years old, I think. And it's still um, doing great. In all those uh, years, we lost, I think, 10 to 20% of the vigor of the plant. And um, that's, that's amazing. 35 years. <laughs> yeah. That's older than me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How uh, long have you been keeping plants alive? Yeah. Since 1980, you would say? You've been um, keeping plants alive. No, no. Um, the, 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 the old school haze, as we call it, it's, it's alive since... Uh, 1986, do the math. <laughs> That is uh, 35 14, years, It's 35 years old, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really uh, interesting because uh, we have done all our breeding and all our work in the, in, in the illegal situations, of course. And then yep. uh, uh, sad enough, uh, even in Barcelona and in Amsterdam and Holland, we still are doing everything illegal. And um, that's, of course, um, something we want to change because uh, we see now um, in the U.S. people are doing great work, man. It's really uh, fantastic what we see coming around. And uh, But yeah, of course, when you can do in a legal situation, you're breeding and like three, four, five years in a row already, some places in the U.S., it's going to pay off, man. It's really uh, what we see sometimes. I think, ooh. <laughs> But then, what, what do you mean, like what you're seeing out of the U.S.? No, nah, yeah, we, we see like uh, white rinse, we see guava, we see... Oh, uh, from here? Yes. Absolutely, the and flower's it, amazing Because here. Because uh, the thing is... Um, Why is the flower, in my opinion, the flower's better here than Amsterdam? What, what, yeah, and what's I, your opinion? All the growers uh, went from... It's more open from, here? No, 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 no. All the growers from uh, Amsterdam went to Spain. <laughs> right, exactly. That's like that's Because like in the states. All the good growers from all the other states went to California. Yes, that's the same, right? same situation. Yeah. Because it's, this is a big country. You have a lot of room. There are a lot of houses. Uh, the beach. Yeah. Nice weather. What, what, we, what we call uh, uh, casas con cuatro vientos. <laughs> that what means it, it's a standalone house. So oh, that, that's nice to grow. Okay. Uh, in Holland, it's all apartment uh, houses, and it's a small country. So the good growers, they are now in Barcelona working with the strains from the U.S. What do you think about, and I want to get back to the journey. I don't want to digress from that too much, but what do you think about Barcelona and the laws and the things that are currently happening? That's almost reversing all the progress. Yeah, but the thing is, um, first I need to talk a little bit like, uh, about Holland because in Holland yeah. we are very close to, um, to legalize that in uh, California as well. At some point, uh, we started in Holland. Um, we, we hired a lobbyist, more or less, uh, because every industry needs a lobbyist. I'm totally against lobbyists, but you can't do without. And uh, we, we, we hired one, a group of people in Holland, and uh, this lobbyist and um, some uh, of the biggest coffee shops together, they started to, to fight with the government and tried to convince the government that we need to legalize some stuff in Holland. So uh, what's now happening in Spain is also the first steps to legalization is always getting rid of the criminals, getting rid of the black market. That's, uh, that's how the government works. Uh, I, I have seen this. So now you can maybe think that it's a, quite a good sign that, in, that, that, that there are getting more and more problems in, uh, in Spain because this is the 
first step to a situation that you have already in California. And uh, of course, um, I'm against the situation that only people with a permit can grow cannabis. For me, it's a plant. And I think everybody should be able to grow his own cannabis. But that's how the government works, you know. They, they want to, uh, to organize it. They, they want to, to put their finger on it. And the only thing they can think about is legalization. And I, I'm now in a group as well in Holland. Uh, we applied for uh, one of the 10 permits that the Dutch government is going to issue uh, for growing for the coffee shops. And we are almost there. I don't dare to say that we will get the permit, but we will have a good chance and it's quite, quite close. And of course, um, this is going to um, raise the quality in Holland and this is going to be uh, the, the raise the quality of the breeding again. And for us, when we get the permit, we will have a big greenhouse in the indoor operation, just like in California. And then I'm going to start to do, do breeding again because um, I still have... Uh, my 35 years old, old school haze. I, I got some clones from Neville and the real, the, the, the real haze things. We have five, six di different, very, very interesting sativa things. And of course, our dream is uh, to cross it with a white branch and looking for a plant with a high, the taste of the haze and the structure of the American new things. Yep. And this is only taking cross with everything that's, uh, yeah. Because they're crossing the old world with the new world. Yeah. And we, we can do this if we have a legal place to do this. Because we can't do this in our backyard anymore, man. It's really, we are fat. We are tired. We don't want to grow in our closets anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we want to grow like in the U.S. in a big greenhouse. And uh, we know how to do it in Holland. We are greenhouse growers. So we, are, we can't wait to start. Yeah. So you're saying a lot of the, a lot of the production in Holland is actually greenhouse. No, 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 mainly no, indoor. No, 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 no. But, but we are greenhouse growers for tomatoes, for uh, vegetables. <laughs> got it, got it. Because got it. Holland is the second, um, the second biggest exporter of uh, vegetables, and we are a very small country. But we even managed to be the second in the world exportation of uh, vegetables, wow. and, and it's all grown in greenhouses. We wow. do it very effective. We know how to do it, so we can't wait to start with the cannabis. Absolutely. <laughs> What's the government waiting on? They need, uh, to, just, they but, need to just be shown yeah, in a proper know, way, a proper manner. You, you know how it is in the government. They, they hate cannabis, man. Some but they of, love money and they need it more than ever right now for <laughs> COVID. So yeah, they're going to have to and, figure it out with cannabis and we have sure. We have problems with the bank. We have problems with everything. And it's uh, everywhere it's the same. It is, it is. The younger people, they are in favor of it because they used to smoke. They smoke. And the older people... They have to change their attitude because it's difficult for them. You understand? They have been against it their whole life. And now they have to change. It's really difficult. I think we, we need to uh, wait for the old people to die. <laughs> That's terrible to say, though. It's yeah, really. Think, it's, right? I, I'm old as well. so <laughs> You know, it's terrible to, to feel that way. But you do have a hell of a point that it's a generation. It's, 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 it's a, a generational withdrawal. It's a matter of time, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? That people, there's a, a lack of acceptance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we, 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 for, for our... Um, it was all propaganda that was just preached very heavy yeah, throughout yeah. those years. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. you know, those generations were younger and... Yeah. And people who run a coffee shop in uh, Holland, it's a very, very difficult uh, job because they, they have problems with the bank. They have problems with insurance. They have problems 
with the government, they have problems with the police, but they still go on. And it's all a matter of uh, all, always the older the generation, and no matter if it's police or a bank or insurance, they are all against it. And the younger generation, lucky enough, they grew up with cannabis and uh, they grew up with the, the liberal coffee shop system in Holland. And they think, why should we bother? We drink a beer, let's, let's smoke a joint. What's the difference? What's the problem? So the future looks bright for me. Absolutely. <laughs> what are you looking forward to with this, you know, these licenses and everything? Like, uh, What we are looking forward to, uh, we, 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 we are going to produce. Um, what, are they, what are they going to allow you to do with the license, I should ask? Everything. Everything. Yeah. Is we, there any limitation? No, there, no? Is, there is no limitation. There is just, no limit. Just go for it. Yeah, there is no limitation in strength. It's called the experiment, correct? Yeah, it's called an experiment because uh, we have 580 coffee shops in Holland, and the experiment is only for 10% of those coffee shops. So uh, they picked out 10 pounds, and not even the biggest one. Amsterdam is not in it. Rotterdam is not in it. The Hague is not in it. But some very interesting Towns like Maastricht, Rotterdam, Breda, they are all in it. So uh, the idea is uh, the experiment is going to last four four years and then they are going to evaluate because the idea is to cut out the black market. And that's because of, in the black market, a lot of people are spraying uh, chemicals on their plants. They are using, um, they, are, they are bad growers, basically. Some heavy metals uh, are in the plants. It's really, um, it, it's, it's not, it, this project is not a project of the Ministry of Justice, but of the Ministry of Health. It, it's really a health situation. Because wow, I you, didn't you, know you, that. You can imagine. Uh, That's interesting. When uh, there is so much money going around, because the pressure on the growers is so high. So what happens? The good guys step out and the bad guys stay in. Because those are the tough guys who can stand the heat. And uh, the result of all this is that the prices are rising and the quality is dropping. And the quality sometimes can be very, very uh, bad because spider mite is a big problem in growing cannabis. Um, if you can't grow decent, you need to spray. And those people who can't grow, those are the ones who are growing right now, they spray. And yeah, they, spray, they spray the bad shit. And they spray the bad shit, and they even spray it one week before harvest. Yep. Because they are non-smokers. They don't smoke themselves. So they don't Or they the don't shit. plan on smoking what they are selling. They just sell it, and they, they, they don't give a shit. They, they, yeah. they are not smokers. Spider mines, uh, powdery mildew. Yes. And in Spain, it's even worse, because here the, the powdery mildew is a big problem. Yeah, and the solution is spraying whatever shit really it's, yeah, re it's, 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 it's really unhealthy the majority of the cannabis is really unhealthy to smoke i agree and, and i while uh, traveling like yeah, at some point you got to lower your standard and just yes i know if you're a smoker you know what i mean but like back home like i'm spoiled for sure yeah you know I, and, I, and I, i'm spoiled spoiled as well because i grow organic i don't spray because yeah you uh, know what's in it I, I i if somebody offers me a joint i never smoke a joint from somebody else I see that. And, and, <laughs> but you didn't bring any weed. No. So I'm a little upset with you right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. No, uh, no, I'm going to smoke some of this. No, 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 no problem. No, no, sir. I'm going to wait to smoke some of your stuff. 
the thing is, um, if you know how it goes, you don't trust it anymore. No, I, I, I fully agree. <laughs> As you're sitting here explaining that to me, I'm thinking about, you know, what we've been smoking these past, you know, few weeks and stuff. And, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, you're right. It's, yeah, but you, 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 it, you, you hang around, you, you hang around with the right people. I know. Yeah, yeah. So I get, I'm lucky. I'm blessed. But <laughs> you, was, you, you told me with who you are hanging around in Holland. Yeah, those some are, of the best. Those some are the, the right people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't worry. You know? some, no, I, yeah, I'm not worried about it at all. But by being a consumer and, a, and just a connoisseur at heart anyways, when I'm traveling, it's, I'm always when you're traveling. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's it's one of those things that you're right. You know, you could get difficult. you could get a bag and be like, yes, you know, and your chest gets tight right away. Your head starts hurting. You're like, yeah. man, what is this shit? And that's why is we it, we are so that's that's why we are so happy with the with the upcoming uh, permits to grow. Because, that's uh, amazing. Because I know. So they're just giving you the green light. Yeah. So it's as big as a structure, as much land as yeah, you yeah, get. Yeah, just yeah, go. Yeah. And then you. But, and then, and then it, you're the only one that's going to supply that coffee shop. No, 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 no. The, the coffee shop. Or you uh, get to supply all. No, no. Every coffee shop is free to, to buy where he wants, but it has to be from one of the 10 uh, permit holders. So the coffee shops can only buy. From yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, 10 yeah, yeah. Because holders. it's totally illegal to buy from now. somebody else. So yeah. now that would be illegal. Yeah, yeah, and the thing is, so all uh, the all the Cali strains and all that won't be in the coffee shops. No, yeah, they, they will they, they will be in the coffee shop, but grown by us in Holland. Well, without any spraying right, exactly. on it and organic growing and all the shit, well, because <laughs> we we know about PGRs, man. We we, we know our stuff. <laughs> My man Carl is not playing around. He may be an old head, but he is not. You know, he is not too old school. He knows it's popping. Yeah. Um, no, so you know, so, there, no, yeah. that's interesting. That the coffee shops, so that that's it for them. They're only they no, only no, can they, buy no, no, they no, only no. can buy from the ten because we selected, correct? Yes, and then they are free to buy. Uh, they can buy for, from one of them. But they can also buy, uh, but the, they can't buy from street dealers or no, just no, no, whatever no, no. outside. And, he, and even the hash, even the when, hash. when does this all go into effect? In a few months. Oh man. Yeah. Will it change anything go- for the tour, for the coffee shop, for the yeah, tours? Yeah, because the coffee shops uh, who are not in the experiment, they will eat their heart out because they have to go on four years with the illegal stuff and they, right. and they have to buy, uh, from somebody who smuggles it, smuggles it from the U.S. Or? But there are, but they're going to be allowed to be stay open, though. Yeah, yeah, because they they all stay open, but uh, only ten percent the coffee shops that are in the experiment they only can buy from the permitted growers. Okay, so we're going to see ones, how the other ones. So we're going to see how it goes. We're going to see what goes better, basically. Yes, and then uh, I can tell you that um, Tilburg, Breda, Maastricht is going to be the new Amsterdam. Because that, those towns, coffee shops in those towns, they can buy from their legal growers. So okay. They, so they will have a list with all, with all the good strains, with everything on it, the hash, all the kind of different hashes. Yeah. And it's all good of growing by people who passed a lot of tests because to get a permit, it's, it's not only a matter of having money. So no, it's only you, you need to, to, to convince the government, you need to show them that you are able to grow it that you are doing this for a long time, that you know how the coffee shop world works, that you know those people. It's not uh, that you uh, are uh, like a, a Wall Street broker with a lot of money that you can get a permit. No, forget it. They, right. o- they only give the permit to people from this industry who, who are doing this 
many years already. To, that to, was to, very smart of them because like yeah, and it was other not, places in the U.S. did not do that. Do you know? Do you know what what, what was the smartest thing of the government? They asked us, the illegal growers, because we told them, "Hey, man, don't make the mis- same mistakes as in Canada." I think the smartest thing wasn't from them. It was from you getting lobbyists, yes. paying them yes. and having contact yes. to yes. inform them like, hey, yeah. you know. And listen, and we told them, listen to us. We are in this world 35 years already. So who knows it better than we? How, how did it happen that Holland was the first society to claim cannabis into their culture, yet... Yeah. hasn't innovated or progressed at all yeah. since yeah. I don't know when, you know, when I, when but, I visited in 2008, it was the same. Yeah. But the thing is the Dutch, um, we are quite open-minded always has been. And, uh, we, we are good, uh, um, businessmen and we try to do business with everybody, you know, we don't, uh, the Dutch people are not like, oh, we are not going to do business because you're a Muslim. Oh, we are not going to business with you because you're a gay. No, 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 no. We, are, we do business with everybody. Yep. <laughs> we are open-minded. And we, we really, um, yeah, at one point, um, uh, a guy, Hank de Vries, he started the first coffee shop in Holland. The police raided him. The next day, he opened it again, the coffee shop. He did it like 35 times in a row. Until the police thought, ah, let's forget about this cannabis. And if those people want to smoke it, let, let them smoke. That's how it started uh, in Holland. 35 times? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times. More, more, yeah. even, even more, I think. Because this guy was really like, uh, what, what, what's the problem, man? Smoking and joint. And I, I, he, he opened his who, famous... Who was, who was this guy? From the build-up. He, he is the founder of the build-up, Hank de Vries. He, he started the first coffee shop in Holland. And he was really totally not afraid of the police. And he kept on opening again and again and again until the police thought, let's forget it and uh, let's... Wow, so we can all thank him. Yes, for sure. For the coffee because shop. Because we, 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 we every country... Be able to actually use cannabis and enjoy so, so, Somebody is, uh, has to start. The government is, n- is not going to come to you and say, hey, man. Let's make this legal. Yes. No. No, no, no. not going to happen. No, no, no. You need to convince them and you need to fight them and you need to talk with them and you need to become friends with them and you need to help them. And that's how we did it in Holland. What happened after that then? Uh, I don't know what's going to happen because I'm... Um, well, like... Like he got the coffee shops going and a lot of coffee shops popped up. Why didn't it progress past that? Like, why didn't Holland say, wow, look at all no, this no, no, cannabis? No, 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 because it, it, it was like uh, getting out of hand also a little bit. And at, at some point, Amsterdam said, uh, I don't know the, the numbers, but 200 coffee shops is more than enough from Amsterdam. And now from now on, nobody can open a coffee shop again. And now there are 580 coffee shops in Holland and it's not, possible to open a new one anymore because you won't get the permit and they will uh, no, forget it. It's now done. They'll shut you down. Yeah. With that, why didn't they start to turn to look at cultivation? Yeah, because the thing is, um, uh, we are in Europe and uh, Europe is uh, a nice continent with a lot of different countries and Holland is always like the black sheep of the family. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really like uh, at one point, Holland... Almost legalized uh, cannabis, but 
the French people, they knocked on our door and they said, hey man, if Holland is going to legalize this, we are not going to work with you anymore. And we are neighbors. We need each other to do business, but we will stop doing business with you if you are going to legalize cannabis. So the Dutch government thought, no, no, no. Let's forget about it. Let, let's postpone the legalization and let's see what happens. Because we are, we are in Europe, we are not alone. There are so many countries and they, are, they, are all, they have all different ideas. And the thing is, um, at some point, the politicians, uh, the politicians of Holland, they, they want to draw, they, do, they didn't want to draw the, the thing anymore. You know, they said, we need to do this together in Europe and uh, we, we don't want to be the black sheep anymore from, uh, from Europe. I know I didn't like the French. <laughs> That's terrible. They basically stopped let, let, legalization. Let, let, let's talk about the Germans. You're, about this is history. <laughs> By the way, this is history class with Mr. Carl from the Sativa C Club. You're tuning in live. Barcelona 2021, first smoke of the day. Basically, we're learning that the French stopped Holland from legalizing cannabis. Yeah, like that's, they that, to. that's 100% true, really. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So, thank but now, you, friends. But, but, but now, and they just arrested a little baby uh, yeah, yeah, over but, there for cannabis. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't recommend it. Go to Spain, go to Holland, uh, skip France. Yeah, yeah. But now uh, the future for Europe is looking bright again because um, we think when Holland, um, when we are going to do this right, and we will do it right in Holland, that Spain, England, Germany, even France. We'll say we will we will do it as as well, and and, and also uh, of course the U.S. is helping us a lot because everything what happens in the U.S. happens in Europe, but five years later, like five uh, it was the same with McDonald's. The, the McDonald's came from the U.S. to Europe, and now it's everywhere. Yeah, and it's this is going why, to why isn't why why is it that why is it opposite with fashion? I guess the fashion houses have just been around so long. Yeah, because like fashion comes from here. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, because we. But we, like, yeah. I, the cannabis. I guess, I guess you're right. They regulations allowed us to advance at, at yeah. much quicker rates now. Because, because what do you think? Um, if uh, in a few years in um, the U.S. everything is legal, even on a federal. Uh, I don't know about a few years, but uh, but they, uh, I'll tell you this: there's some states that went legal that I never would have thought went no no go legal, uh, but. What do you think when, when, when like the majority of all the states in the U.S. are legal, that Germany and England and France is going to say, no, 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 we are not going to do this. No. Yeah. They it's, gotta, it's, it's a big example. And then come. It's, 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 a, it's a matter of, the, uh, it's a matter of time. <laughs> it's really a matter of time. Absolutely. And uh, that's. Uh, so these 10 licenses, these, these are, these are starting here in a few months. Yes. And this is going to be the, the, the first step to, um, more freedom uh, about cannabis in Europe, for sure, because it's it's it's, it's not um, you can't uh, stop it anymore. Like we are looking to to well, let's keep all the plans no out of France's reach, huh? <laughs> so not let them. Yeah, know yeah, but, but but even France, nobody tell France what's good until it's because, done. All because right? the, the thing is, the country in Europe where more people smoke than ever is France. Is France. Really? I bet. It's always because the more pressure, the more. Yeah. They, they don't. They got CCTV everywhere and guys with 
you know, yeah. the military with guns on every block of the street when you're in Paris. It's, yeah, yeah, it's insane. It's a really, you uh, feel like you're under attack at all times. It's pretty nuts. Yeah, they are really. They have I mean, to smoke a joint there was, I, I smoked a joint there. It was intense. <laughs> yes. I saw people on the street start looking. I got scared and I was just like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Paranoid kicked in. I was like, you know, 16 years old again. But it's nice. Behind the movie theaters. This podcast has turned into a history uh, thing. Eh? You you are the history teacher. <laughs> See, I I was told to sit down with you by certain select few of individuals that said, this man is cannabis. Like you have lived it since the beginning. And the fact that you started with Neville in those age and days and age and, and you've, 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 you know, went, yeah. went this long in your journey and, uh, you know, Rest in peace to Neville. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And to see that it come full circle that. And I'm, you know, I'm almost, uh, uh, I'm very happy as well that uh, I have two sons and they really. Uh, yeah, man. One, I got to meet <laughs> one of your sons and man, he is, he's an amazing soul. Like he's a lot of personality. Yeah. Thanks. Extract. You did a good job raising him, man. Yeah, yeah. Very passionate. Um, yeah. Bright and, light. And a nice thing came in, in our life as well because uh 35 years i also met my wife from colombia and you can imagine that she also brought a lot of passion in into our lives absolutely 100 <laughs> percent. yes really and nice. she's walking around the city right now she dropped you off yeah <laughs> <laughs> she dropped she dropped she, you she, off she, and she, she, she said, won't okay. get lost here she won't get lost <laughs> no she knows her way huh? and nobody's going to rape her really yeah, no 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 never that <laughs> no but no, uh, she's tough enough. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I can tell you got a good. I mean, you got to be a strong woman to be with the grower. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. Right. Yeah, and case is a nice combination of our two Dutch, uh, Colombian uh, thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there, there's. A, I feel like there's a lot of South American people in Holland. Yes, but even more in Spain. Eh? Even more yeah, in Spain. Yeah, yeah because of the language. Eh? Yeah, absolutely. Because they like to. Uh, yeah. To speak the French, their, their Spanish. Uh, How, how's it been lately with everything? Like. You know, you're just gearing up for this big project, or yeah, because uh, I I also I also have an, uh, an organic fertilizer company, Biotaps. Got it. So we do all uh, our growing organic, and it's based in Spain. But now uh, it's going very well with the Biotaps company, and uh, but it, it goes that good that that I even don't have to be around that much. <laughs> And uh, I I That's I, I, a good thing. I will move back to uh, Holland to uh, do my to chase my dream because this is really my dream. You can imagine that uh, after 35 years uh, with the police on your heels, more or less, it's, uh, it's very impressive. It's really um, a nice uh, thing to be able to, uh, to grow legal in my last 10, 20 years. <laughs> Absolutely. What are and you guys, what are you guys going to call your, uh, your group? Uh, it's, your it's, it's a difficult uh, name, but we, uh, it's, uh, the Dutch Highlands. Explain that. The Dutch Highlands. The Dutch Highlands. Yeah, because we are. Okay. It's less, more or less, a little bit of a joke because um, everybody knows us as the Dutch Lowlands because we are under the sea level. So we thought, let's call our company the Dutch Highlands. Because now you're high. Uh, Been in the sky are, this <laughs> whole time, Carl. We are we are going to produce uh, stuff to make you high. They thought you were in the lowlands, <laughs> but you were keep, you were staying, you were keeping it up this whole time. Yeah, but I got I have a feeling you've lived a you've lived one hell of a life. Yes, something tells me that. Yes, can you can you can you shed a few stories on us that 
Yeah, we, we, we have, the, I have been doing nice things um, with cannabis always as a, as a basic thing. What's uh, the, what's the first time, what was your first time smoking cannabis? When I was 13 years old, um, then I thought when I'm 15 years old, I'm going to smoke cannabis. I already knew it. I, I, I felt it. I don't know why. At 13, you said at 15, I'm going to smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at 14, I um, I thought I first have to smoke a few cigarettes because when I'm going to start smoking, when I'm 15, I need to know how to smoke. And uh, the, the first uh, few years, I smoked with um, with tobacco. But at the point when I met Sam the Skinkman, he said, man, you're making a big mistake. <laughs> and I said, sorry, sorry Sam <laughs> what do you mean I said man you can't smoke uh, weed with, uh, mixed with tobacco because everybody does this in Holland eh? oh, yeah, still, eh? still, yeah, yeah. and still. they abandoned it and he, and he made me like uh, ridiculous he said man and if you are going to drink some paint you put some ice cubes in it or what no 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 so, so quit smoking tobacco oh okay Sam <laughs> And I quit, and since then uh, I never have smoked a joint with uh, tobacco anymore. It, it even makes me sick when I sometimes people offer me a joint. I said, first oh. thing I ask, is there tobacco in it? Yeah, no, no, just a very, very little bit at the end. Said, no, 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 sorry. <laughs> because no, it, well, it, it, it makes me dizzy. Yeah, yeah. It makes me dizzy. You have no tolerance for it anymore. No, no. Yeah, it's... It's crazy because it's the culture out here, but now that the sh- the coffee shops in Amsterdam banned it, there's no tobacco. No, allowed. no, 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 because the, the, <laughs> that's also the t- typical Dutch and nice thing to tell. In a coffee shop, that tobacco is forbidden, it's illegal, and cannabis is legal. Yeah. <laughs> so that I, and then, so I add that up. And then they have a bouncer walking around, looking at all the tables if there are cigarettes or uh, tobacco on it. All they care about is if you're rolling tobacco. It's crazy. <laughs> what were you smoking your first time smoking? Was it hashish? It was hashish, yes. That and, was before uh, flour, right? Like yeah, flour, yeah, really yeah, yeah. wasn't flour around? I had small pipe and um, I smoked some of, of the hashish and I, oh, I, I didn't feel anything. And the next day uh, I did it again and I became so fucking stoned. And I thought, oh, I'm never going to do this again. And I threw away my hash. I thought, no, 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 this is nothing for me. And then I went, I went to bed and my parents uh, downstairs and I thought, oh, if they knew how, how I feel right now, they would call the ambulance, really. <laughs> and the off. next day, the first thing I did was went to look for my hash that I had thrown away. And I thought, no, 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 this is really, I'm going to. You need more of that. <laughs> You were hooked I, in there? I thought this is my Have thing. Have you smoked weed every day since then, Carl? Yeah, yeah, but not like, um, I smoke one or two, two joints. Today. That's it? Yeah, yeah. Does that keep the doctor away? Yes, yeah. Man, yeah, you yeah, seem yeah, to be yeah. healthy too, man, yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to smoke. I mean, I might smoke a few more than that a day right now, but I, I, yeah, I got because, because to pro- cut back and lean down and one to two a day, I should be good. Even the program is called the first smoke of the day. Exactly. <laughs> this is not my first smoke of the day. I got to be honest. It's like what nine ten p.m. here, Carl. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't consider this working. But when I have to work, I, I don't smoke. You know. You didn't and smoke I, tonight. I'm, so I'm 63 already. So it also cost me a little bit too much energy to smoke all day. So uh, when, when the work is done, I smoke a joint, and uh, then I feel uh, great. Sometimes. No, and of course, in my work, um, I don't 
smoke a whole joint. I just taste joints. I roll up a joint or five or six different uh, from different from different plants. And then at first I draw without mm-hmm. fire. Yeah. Absolutely. To, to, have the, to have to have the fruit of dry pool. That's yep. the, that's the nice word for it. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And Got to taste it. Yes, and then I already know. Oh, this number four. This is going to be my favorite. I think. Yeah. And then I take a few puffs, three or four, just to feel it really in my lungs. And mm-hmm. I, I have to feel something in my lungs. Mm-hmm. And I because if I don't feel anything, then then I then it's not, it's not that pressure. I don't know. No. Right. It really has to be strong and uh, and tasty. Got to transfer to the tongue. Yes. Those and, terps, and, yes. so super important. It can smell yeah. so sweet and looks so good, but you taste it and you're like, mm, it tastes like smoke. You have a, a very good point here because uh, a lot of people, um, it's not that, not that easy tasting weed because um, it's not. when you smell it, it's seldom that you have the same taste as the smell. A really very, very good weed only, you taste it and the smell is as strong as the taste. This is the good weed, man. You have to look for this. And this, this is really... That's what the skunk was, right? Yeah, yeah, really. And uh, the, 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 out of the five bags you have here, there are, yeah. of, of course, like always, the one who is best looking doesn't smell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the same thing. The best looking doesn't smell. It doesn't have a yeah. good taste either. And also uh, a little bit of the new trend is now it has to look good. It has to look very good. And it has to be firm, hard doesn't necessarily mean that it's good weed. And sometimes, and it's, it's, it's of course a cosmetic thing. And now I'm sounding as an old man, but I can tell you the best weed that I ever have smoked doesn't pass my tests uh, of my eye. It's, it, it looks shitty. Yep. The real haze, it, it looks I really agree. shitty. I agree. And nobody is going to buy it Skittles anymore. It also looks shitty. They're, yeah. It's a hot train uh, and, uh, and now the trend, uh, we, we, we need to tr- stop this trend. <laughs> it needs about yeah. to be the terps and the taste. I, I can see that a lot of breathing in the U.S. is going is done by the eye, not by the mouth. Mm. Because it's quite uh, easy, of course, if you have a lot of plants. Wow. To look to the best looking plant. The plant with You're a right. lot of resin. They're going for bag appeal. And I don't know who decided to do this. I think it was God. It's Ice all, cream cake. It's always it, it's always like the best looking is not the best tasting. And we go for taste. I like that. <laughs> Damn, I like that. Carl just dropped some fucking bombs on you boys. I hope he sparked up some some US guys with that. No. You guys no, have been no. going for the looks, not for the taste. And it's true though. And the consumers need to know too. Look, cannabis is an experience. The experience comes from the taste. Yeah, correct. And the also, and, and the effect, of course, because the um, effect also, absolutely. But um, don't you think that the the terps have to do with the taste and the effect? Of that course, has of to course. Do on your yeah, mind, because you know? that's that's similar that's, to food. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Because or, because my old school haze, it's really, uh, it, it's not. Uh, it's like twelve, thirteen percent THC. It's not really stony a, a lot, but it smells stronger and it tastes stronger than than whatever wheat. And it's and it only has a few turps, so I I still do not we we I I we 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 still really don't understand how it works because haze is like an experience though yes. like it's a different experience from smoking like yes I think what you're talking right now is that a lot of the a lot of the cannabis you're seeing that's popular is very similar in the experience yeah 
Whereas like if you have haze or like a sour or like a skunk, those are different experiences. That's right. That's right. Yeah, like yeah. that you smoke those and like you feel completely different yeah, yeah. And of with course, each one, right? Yes. And, and of course we, 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 we are um, commercial enough to understand um, that people from now, they want something. The eye also wants something, you know? So what we are basically trying in our breeding on a small scale still, but very soon on a big scale, is to try to look for the effects rather than the how it looks. And it's, of course, nice to combine these two things. Uh, one of my favorite breeders is really uh, Exotic Mike. Oh, wow, yeah, shout out to Exotic Mike. But he makes it really amazing, and uh, he, he has all, also good taste. But uh, let's try to bring some um, of the effects of the haze different experiences yes. let's bring some different so experiences mike if you're listening if you're listening mike absolutely mike will be listening we'll be shouting him out on this we'll uh we'll tag his ass till he listens 100 <laughs> percent, man if he only knew legendary carl was in barcelona right now uh, thinking about him bringing some new shit to the game and no keep no doing because, what he's doing because he has to try to, to um be happy he's got to bridge the gap <laughs> Yeah. See, he needs to bridge he, the gap. He, 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 he needs to come see the Dutch Hyman. I, I don't know him, but I saw him a few times, I, and I know he's very okay. I can see it. Absolutely, <laughs> but he is man. okay. Yeah, yeah. Big dogs definitely making moves. Yeah. So this is all going down here in the next few months. You guys already have your properties and locations, yes, and yes, everything's yes, already yeah. sorted, yeah, and yeah, you, yeah. you're just ready to basically turn the lights on, huh? Uh, to hang them. Uh, to hang them. Okay, so <laughs> so when you get the green light, then you got to do the build out. Yeah, and you yeah, go yeah. hang them. Yeah, yeah, because I'm going to uh, tell you a little bit about it. Uh, we are going to do uh, organic growing always anyway. And uh, we are going to grow in a greenhouse and also um, uh, in indoor and roulette. Because we are, I'm always, uh, I'm from the old days, but I am also from the new days. I always like to... Uh, Try the new things that I'm doing, growing in and led, fluence led, signify like led, that. and it's really amazing, man. It's really, you have to. I feel change. like I feel like you have your son to thank for that. <laughs> like he, he, you have a youthful uh, spirit. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, but, and but, uh, but 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 uh, I don't I, I don't need too. my son to. <laughs> no, I know I'm not giving him too much credit now. He got that from you at the end of the day. I, but I, I need my I son. You keeping you keep it alive and yeah, uh, yeah. But he he doesn't need to convince me to to use the uh, lead. <laughs> Yeah. No, he, he he convinced me about other things because he he's a really good hash making. He's really Absolutely. he won a lot of cups, and uh, I'm I'm very proud. I, I think his hash is too sm- too strong for me, but it's really <laughs> it is good. It's credits for him for case. Hi, case. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. so you're coming in and, and and you're you're gonna mix the old school with the new school. And you're going to pop yes. some gear that you haven't, yeah, you haven't yeah, really yeah. got into in a little while yeah, or a yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you been, you've been holding this and yeah, keeping yeah. this for. Yeah. And also the, we, we have the clones. Uh, I have like six clones from uh, real uh, strong sativas and it really makes you creepy. Yeah. I don't want to, to, to advertise ecstasy, but some of them, uh, they come in this direction. Wow. <laughs> Talk about that. How, yeah, yeah, because our, our, our dream is to have an, um, a plant with the effect of ecstasy. Yeah, because in Holland, uh, we are the number one producer of ecstasy. Sorry, I can't help it. So, uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, really. And, and, and I think it's possible to do this. It's really uh, because um, it sounds I want, good. I want to talk a little bit about 
my friend from Ace Seeds. He is the big sativa guy. He's a big friend of us, and uh, he really has stuff. When you smoke this, then you think, I didn't know cannabis can do this to me. And it's all about sativa. Wow. And it's really trippy, spaced, really. Really, really a totally different experience. What type of strains? <laughs> yeah, it's, he, he has a lot of... Um, we can't tell him? No, no, it's, it's, it's all, uh, how do you call it? Um, the, the original strains from China, from, uh, from Indonesia, from countries that you even didn't know about that they even had cannabis. They, they, he, he has them all. They got the trippy shit. Yeah, yeah really. What? Land races, sorry. Now, now I know the wind. What? Again. We're going to have to get the strain hunters back on it then. Yeah. To yeah. figure out this trippy the shit. The strain. <laughs> For real. Of course, the strain hunters. Arjun is a big friend of us as well. Absolutely. And, uh, he is an amazing guy. He did a lot of good work for the cannabis community. Absolutely. He is really the one who deserves an Oscar when there is an Oscar for cannabis. But, uh, Humanitarian award, something. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, something. He's a bit. He, They're he, pushing he, the plant he, pretty heavy. He's the guy. Sam the Skunk Man, Ardian, those are really the big names. Yeah, right? Yeah. What was Sam the Skunk Man like? Yeah. What was it like meeting him? Like, what, yeah, he's what a, were you doing at that time? Like, how old were you? And, like, how did you just bump into Sam the Skunk Man? Yeah. It was right. You bought the seeds yeah, and yeah. from Holland. No, no. Be, be, I know. That was no, Neville. Yeah, he, he sent us a letter. He had to come to Holland. He had to leave California. I don't know actually what happened. Oh, but, yeah. But he, he came to Holland to, 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 to build a new life. And he, 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 he didn't know anybody. And he thought, I, I need to get to know Thanks some growers. To so he thought the owners of the Super Sativa Seed Club, the owners of the Seed Bank, Neville, those are the guys I need to meet because the, those guys, they will understand uh, about seeds and about breeding. So he came basically to look for us and uh, he found us and uh, we found him and he is really uh, a very very nice uh, nice guy maybe not a word because he's really a crazy guy but a good guy he's really has a big mouth but his heart is on the right place and he's really the godfather of cannabis and everybody who thinks that it's not like this really man he is the godfather believe me yeah <laughs> yeah really wow <laughs> Man, it's crazy to think. And I too. even think eh, that Skunk Grammar 1 and also Haze, that it's in the majority of all the strains that are still around. It's, I agree. It, there is always Skunk Grammar 1 somewhere in it. Anything. I agree. Gas. And it's, it's the backbone of everything because it's. it's what it, kind of skunk strain are you holding on to? Skunk Grammar 1, but it's, it's it not it? really worth to. No, no, no. Man. No, but the thing is, we have a lot can of you, seeds. Can you help us find the skunk? <laughs> if anybody's listening right now. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people say they got the skunk, but like, I'm with the man right now who can verify. Yeah, I, I think. I don't think, I don't think like he's. Sam the skunk man, he's, he himself, he told me all the skunk that, it's, that is around is diluted. Diluted, diluted. And of course. Yeah, because a lot of things happen in life, and especially in a grower's life. Absolutely. It's difficult to, to get your, to keep your things together, you know. It's really that we have a plant of 35 years, it's really an, an astonished, a special thing, because in 35 years, a lot of things happening. And it's really like a miracle that it's still there, because people are taking care of it. It has always been in three 
at least different places because one place is it's not it's too, yeah, exactly. it's too risky yeah exactly <laughs> no a lot can happen in yeah. five years 35 yeah. years is very impressive yeah but so, uh doing a podcast is easy it's just a matter of talking i mean yeah we just had a conversation <laughs> look at that you know what i mean an hour just went by carl what do you think about that Yes. Were you nervous about it a little uh, bit on the way over here? Were you like, what the hell are we going to no, talk no, about? No, 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 no. Uh, I used to, uh, and I do it. You're very, I mean, you're very good. It was like, I literally felt like a student that just sat down <laughs> in cannabis history class <laughs> that, and found out some sheer facts about the beginnings yeah. and how this shit really got started. Because we, we want to make a nice podcast and we, we want to, uh, to tell some stories that if you are a blower, a smoker, yeah. Then it's nice to hear these stories. Yeah, absolutely. So, no, uh, especially from the originators, yeah. real pioneers. Okay. People that helped make this uh, possible and kept kept the plan alive. Thank you. Thank kept you for the dream your, alive, man. Thank you for, for your friendly words. Absolutely. For real. Because without it, we would never have these opportunities now. And, you know, the U.S. definitely wouldn't have had any opportunities without, uh, without Holland. That's, that's for it, sure. Uh, I feel it, that it, way it, it first started in uh, the U.S., then it came to Holland, then it's, uh, it went back to the U.S., and now it's going to come back to Holland again. That's more or less what happened in history. Yeah. So you just had to school me down there. But <laughs> but I feel like Holland claimed it first, you know what I mean? So Holland, I feel like Holland claimed it as a society first, yes. more or less. Yeah, yeah, because... In, and then in, California, like, followed yeah, yeah. But, in suit. But, but in, in the 60s, it started in the, in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, then it came to Holland. Then it went back to the U.S. again, since the legalization. Do you think it started in the U.S.? Or it was yeah, just, yeah, yeah, for was sure, it, for sure, for sure. Where at? Yeah, because... Um, tell, uh, it, uh, teach tell us, uh, teach us about uh, that, because... In, in California... He, the, even the, I don't know. The, the people... Uh, the Sanders Greenman gave an example. His seats, they are not from the 80s, they are from the 70s, and even from the 60s. And it started wow. really uh, in California during the 60s. The first wheat was grown, smuggled from uh, Mexico. And since then... That's what I always assumed. It was just, yeah, you, it was you, just, you, it was you, just smuggled Mexico. You were 20, 20 years ahead of us. And, and, and then in the, in the 80s... But that was Mexico and Colombia. Yeah, yeah, but uh, really? but, but uh, a lot of uh, people from the U.S. they went there to pick the seeds and to grow it in California because you are lucky. What years to live? And you're saying that, and you're saying that was in the '60s, the '70s more. '70s. Yeah, yeah. So in the '60s, it was like Mexico, Colombia, yeah. all those, and then they went in the yeah. '70s and brought it to California. And then basically, really, and uh, then it came to Holland. And Sam the Kingman brought it to Holland. Wow. And we brought it back to the states. Yeah, and now the states uh, it has like that's really how the history was. And now it's, have you it's been back to the states at all? Yes, yeah, a few times. Yeah. When's the last time you went back there that way? I went to um, like two years ago to the um, Emerald Cup, of course. Oh wow, <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, I know. That's to, the I, one. I know to pick my stuff really. Yeah, yeah, yeah because it's really. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, regenerative cannabis farming. I think you loved it or what? Did you? <laughs> yeah, love your of course experience? I love it. This is really. Did you get to see any? Uh, yeah, any, yeah. Any and ops? I, I, I any, went, any farms? No, no, no. Yeah, of course, because we went to visit uh, the, the regenerative cannabis uh, um, farm 
wow. like five, six different, because we are, we are also doing organic growing. I wrote a book about organic growing as well. What's the book called? It's the um, Organic Growing Bible. Organic Growing Bible. Yeah. By Carl. Yeah. And pick it's a, it's so a nice go pick that up. It's a it's a nice. I wish you would have brought me one sign. Carl. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, because the case told Came me, but the, but I didn't have anything. At, I'm just at, kidding with you. No, 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 just no. But uh, and there's even <laughs> there's even a comic uh, made out of the book. It's really a nice uh, comic. And that's uh, amazing. Jesse Dot, Jesse Dot, he is the famous uh, guy in uh, the regenerative cannabis uh, scene. Uh-huh. He uh, he is in the book as well. Where's that located out of? Um. Uh, Jesse Dot is a, is a guy. It's, it's, it's the name or, is, uh, or the, the regenerative. Yeah. Uh, what is, like, explain what that is. Regenerative cannabis farming. That means uh, that um, you are growing organic in a way that you uh, are using just stuff that comes from your neighbor. It's, it. it's basically our um, like farms. Uh, they, they use the cow shit as a manure. They, um, yeah. And the thing is, uh, they, they do companion planting. They have cannabis plants, and they they the next to uh, plants that make sure that the bugs stay away. It's really like a system based. Uh, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. like living on you know. Yeah, it's living a, off the land completely. Yes, and uh, you said you have that going in California. Um, I, I visited. Or you visited five, some no, farms. No, no. Five, five farms. Five farms that were doing that together with Jesse. Oh, okay, and um, he, he introduced us to everybody there, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, 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 this wheat was really the best wheat I, that I ever have smoked because it's sun-grown, wow. organic, and uh, it, it, it's it's strong, but not so heavy. very strong, but it's nice. It's pure. It's very pure, really. Which strains was it? Yeah, the thing is, um, those oh, people, no. they, 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 they don't they sell say. seeds, they don't buy seeds, they have their own seeds, and they do it for many years, and they, they just pick out the best seeds of the, the, from the best plant they pick out the seeds for the next season. That's how they do it. It's like very basic, but that's really the back to nature. Really nice. Any plans to go back out to the States anytime soon? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are they going to do Spanibus next year? I hope so, but uh, due to COVID, it's all postponed. And uh, because yeah. cannabis, uh, but, but you guys have like Emerald Cup. It's the cannabis scene in Europe is cannabis. Cannabis is really yeah. No, we've been. It's really crazy. Been waiting thing. for it. Yeah, and, and 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 it's really different than the trade shows in the US because yeah. everybody smokes. You can smoke, and it's no nobody gives a shit. The police, the police doesn't come. It's really that's the, the one. The last things where real freedom is cannabis. <laughs> Absolutely right. Yeah. So hopefully, twenty twenty two. We'll see Spanibus. Yeah. All right, Carl. Well, man, we're signing off. Episode 22. I really appreciate your time, brother, here at Barcelona. Yeah. Thanks for sitting down and taking us a history lesson. My pleasure. Anything else you want to leave us with? No. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to his son, the extractor, man, for making this happen, bro. Appreciate you. Episode 22. It's first smoke of the day. Pat God signing out. Peace. Peace.